Welcome to the latest edition of At The Flex Movie News. All you ever need to know about what is happening in the strange world of the movies. The three musketeers of Graham, Jeff and Neil are here, suited and booted to guide you through the entertainment news you need to know. This month, Jeff speaks to a friend of the pod about his new movie project. Graham has some festival news and I, for the one and only time, talk horror. See, for that reason alone, we should put this episode on subscription. Maybe we could even change the title for this month. Neil talks horror as he changes his underwear. At least it proves he can multitask now. Mm, I also noticed that Graham has sensible news this month. Is that why this is pick on the Neil pod? Whoa, 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 whoa. Neil, I'm shocked that thought's even entered your head. Have I ever picked on anybody? <laughs> the Frank, the Mel, the Vin. Do I need the to Neil. go on? The Neil. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's why people listen to the show. They like the word the. And they also like the way we have fun with movie news. <laughs> In your case, too much fun. I'm sure this is your revenge for not getting that government PPE contract. Look, I've got no knowledge of PPE. I've no idea where to get it from or who to talk to to get it. So I honestly thought I was a shoe-in for that contract. <laughs> Moving on before we get into Pretty Patel's To Bully book, let's go to our first item of movie news. Friend of the show and contributor Phil Stubbs is well known in these circles as the writer-director of the fun movie Last Chancellors, currently showing on Amazon Prime. Recently, Jeff caught up with Phil to ask him about his new script. Here is our exclusive interview with Phil. Over to you, Jeff. For our big exclusive on this month's movie news, let's chat to friend of the show and Last Chances director, Phil Stubbs. Hi, Phil. How are you doing? Hi, Jeff. Really good, thanks. It's great to be back on the best film podcast in the UK. Oh, thank you. That, that's and the way that's to get why on. Phil is a regular guest. If you listen out there, that's how you do yeah, it. Yeah. Phil, you need to listen and learn. <laughs> Apart from the compliments, I also hear you've been really busy. What have you been working on, Phil? Yeah, that's right. My uh, second feature film is uh, The Script is Finished, which I'm ex really happy about because it took a long time. But it's ready to film, which will be early next year because uh, pre-production and things like that will take place first. And it's a much bigger film than Last Chances, so it's going to take a lot of pre-production time. So, But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. It's a, a different uh, project on the go now. Excellent. You say it took you some time there. Is it a case of, you know, once you've done your first script, getting that second album out there is always a bit more difficult? Uh, yeah, yes, definitely. It's definitely difficult second album syndrome. I completely, <laughs> I understand that now. It's... <laughs> <laughs> You've got seven years to do your first one, and then you, you feel like you've got two months to do the second one. So, And while we can't say too much about it at this moment in time, but it is a very different beast to Last Chances then. Very much so, yeah. It's a dark thriller, 10 times bigger, like I said. It's, um, it's very violent. Uh, not all the characters may survive the film, so it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty intense. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. When are you looking to start filming on that? In the first quarter of next year, as the Americans say. Brilliant. And I understand you're not only director and writer on this one. Yeah, I'm going to be the head producer on this. It's such a gigantic project that for me to stay sane and be able to focus on directing, it's actually easier for me to be involved on the production side as well so I, I can make sure that everything's happening and I can focus on what I need to do. 
So let me just get this right. To stay sane, you need to take on more roles. <laughs> it's, that's how my brain works, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Okay. Excellent. Are you looking to use similar locations, Gloucestershire again? Oh, absolutely. I mean, from last chances, I learned that Gloucestershire looks pretty spectacular on the screen. So it'd be a real shame not to utilize that again, you know, right on our doorstep. So, and it is a big part of the story. Which I can't reveal yet, but it's a big part of the story this time. Oh, don't worry. We'll be stalking you later in the year. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Again, for our listeners, I hope a lot of you have already seen Last Chances. If you haven't, well, well worth catching up with. And you'll see how photogenic Cheltenham and surrounding area is. And there's some very striking sequences in it. So well worth tracking down if you haven't seen it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. What I would say for anybody on Last Chances, if you have seen it, please leave a review. Not only Phil, we would love to read your comments and your thoughts as well, as we thought it was really good. Yeah, it's really helpful. Thank you. And we can can we visit? Visit the set. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Last Chances was your very first set visit, wasn't it? It It was, was. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fields Virginity went that night, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We won't go into that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, <but> yeah, because <laughs> this film's gonna be so much bigger but with much bigger crew much bigger everything so if if you visit the set which we we will hopefully do then yeah you'll see how different it is yeah absolutely excellent thank you i think you've got some news on streaming from uh, amazon prime haven't you Phil? yeah it's just crossed the million minutes streamed which i've been waiting for to be honest and uh, brilliant I, well done I, I didn't think it would actually hit it this soon but oh, wow. it's brilliant excellent news well done so somebody's watching it somewhere thank you for watching whoever's watching it you know i follow a lot of the cast of last chances on twitter and they do seem to be uh going on to many opportunities following last chances you you must have had a small part to play in that phil i hope so i mean i think all the performances in last chances are absolutely stellar and uh and ellis in particular in particular in the lead i think it's a star making performance i really do Mm. (laughs) so definitely yeah so there we go last chances amazon prime if you haven't seen it check it out phil's new film coming next year or filming next year yeah we'll yep. keep you we'll keep you informed on that and of course we won't be waiting that long to talk to phil again because we're going to be doing another director on director aren't we we definitely are yes looking forward yep. to it yeah we're going to be talking robert rodriguez Yes. forward to that i have many yes. much trivia to share with you all <laughs> brilliant oh, that's exactly what we want Good. <laughs> so stay tuned to at the flicks thank you very much phil and let's go to our next bit of movie news thank you phil thank you cheers phil thank you phil the promise of an on-set report we haven't done one of those in years can't wait I assume if we have to have a COVID test to go on set, it has to be oral. Why did you write that, Jeff? Um, (laughs) Meanwhile, Graham has also been out and about. Last month, we spoke about our role in the upcoming Cheltenham International Film Festival. Recently, Graham caught up with festival founder and director Leslie Sheldon. In another exclusive, here is what Leslie revealed to us about the festival. Our next guest on Movie News is Leslie Sheldon, the founder and director of the Cheltenham International Film Festival, or SIF for short. 
We mentioned the festival last month and how excited we are about it, so let's go right to the top and ask for more information from the man himself. Hi, Leslie, how are you? I'm very well, Graham. Very busy, very stressed, but I'm okay. Hanging in there. <laughs> well, you can't say you're a proper director of a film festival unless you're stressed. That's one of the badges. Well, <laughs> comes with a territory. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, when is this year's film festival? Well, very shortly. It opens on the 24th of May, and we're very happy to have a special preview of the Oscar-nominated film The Father, starring uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, who won Oscar for Best Actor for the film, and it co-stars Olivia Colman, who won an Oscar a couple of years ago. But we're delighted that we are able to preview the film before it goes on general release. So that opens the festival on the 24th of May, and we close the festival on the 5th of June with a, a film you're featuring in at the flicks. It's uh, a film called Brighton, directed by Stephen Cookson. So 24th of May to 5th of June. Brilliant. What do you consider some of your other highlights? Well, beyond uh, The Father and uh, Brighton, we have an In Conversation with Stephen Frears, who marks 50 years as a feature film director. It was in 1971 that he released his first feature film, Gumshoe, starring Albert Finney and Billy Whitelaw. We also are interviewing a number of emerging filmmakers, including Anil Kariya, who was nominated for a Best Emerging Filmmaker last year by BAFTA. And the film Surge stars Ben Wishaw, one of Britain's yeah. best actors. Mm. We've got five films in competition, wonderful films, which we would like to promote. It's I Never Cry, Poland, Poland and Ireland. Uh, we have Disclosure from Australia. We have A Wet Season from Singapore. Mm -hmm. um, we have a couple of others, um, which uh, I think, people will be able to look at if they go to our website because we're designating the films that are in competition. Oh, right. uh, and we're looking to find the best film by an emerging director and we have a wonderful jury. There'll be other announcements coming shortly about filmmaker interviews, but this will all be on our website. And that website is again? www.cheltfilm.com. Okay. And how can people get tickets? Well, if they go to our website and they click on the program, all the films will come up and they'll be able to select whichever film they want to watch. They need to register. And if they register with ATF 25, they get a 25% discount off of the early bird price of the ticket and a 25% discount off of the normal price of the ticket once early bird finishes. But all they need to do is register on our website, register once, and then they'll be able to purchase tickets for any of the films. Thank you very much, Leslie. And remember, please, that At The Flicks have their special promo code ATF25 to get 25% off your tickets. Sounds great. Okay. Um, it sounds like you're going to have the best year ever for Cheltenham International. Every year, <laughs> every year it gets better and better. The only thing is that, uh, and this is a, uh, an important thing if I can say it, Graham, um, 
The first part of the festival will be online once again. It was just not possible to do a live version of the festival, but we are planning a live version, part two of the festival in October. And we've chosen uh, October because it's Black History Month and we want to focus on Black history in cinema. So uh, we will have a live version in October and people should look out for that. But for the moment, it's online. We have over 30 films, new films, films that are unavailable on any other platform in the UK. Uh, so do have a look. We've got some wonderful films from all over the world. Great. Sounds really exciting. Thank you very much, Leslie. And we're looking forward to attending as much as we can online. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Graham. You're welcome. Thanks. And back to you, Neil. Thank you, Graham. And thank you also to you, Leslie. As an added taster to this exciting festival, we have another exclusive for you. We were able to interview Stephen Cookson, the director of the festival closing film, Brighton. This interview is to be released shortly to tie in with the festival. Watch out for that one, and why not subscribe to us to make sure you don't miss that and any other original and exclusive content we have coming your way. To subscribe to any of our shows, for people listening on PCs or laptops, just go to our website at theflix.uk. And up in the top right-hand corner of every page on the site is a link called subscribe. If you don't like the link at the top right of every page, there's also the exact same one on the bottom left of every page. Or on your phone, you can hit the subscribe button in your podcast player of choice. If you're using the Spotify app on your phone, you can follow us on Spotify as well. Subscribing doesn't cost you anything. It just makes sure the minute we release a show, it will be available to you. And after that shameless plug, let's listen to Neil Talk Horror. Hmm, when I first heard about Jeff's script for the month, I was very sceptical. When I read that Graham was getting normal film news this month, I was even more worried. However, after proofreading my section, I relaxed. I don't like horror films, but even I found this interesting. While I'm not a fan, I have to admit the low-budget horror movie is a great calling card for many production companies, writers and directors. Look at Neil Marshall, Sam Raimi and the late great George A. Romero. Going through the list of horror movies currently filming in the UK, I think we can soon add some new names to that prestigious list. Currently shooting over in Wales, where better to film something to scare the life out of you, is the oddly titled Protein from Broadside Films. Protein is about a mentally scarred ex-soldier who wants to make himself fitter, but can no longer afford the diet to do so. To compensate, he decides to kill and consume those who can. Sounds like there's a bit of a dark comedy in Protein, as well as gore. However, it wasn't thought to be that funny in Swansea recently when local residents thought there was a gunman on the loose who turned out to be the hero of protein in a battle with local small-time criminals. All part of the film, of course. Hey, if that had been over in pont de it would have been seen as a normal night. In fact, they'd have complained if there wasn't any gunfire. <laughs> 
you people from the rough end of the valleys. Back to protein. Filming, despite the incident, is continuing in Swansea and Carmarthenshire. Starring in protein is Craig Russell, best known for his TV work in Hollyoaks and The Last Kingdom. Although Jeff has a place in his heart for his early film, the fun horror comedy Canaries, where an alien invasion clashes with a Welsh New Year's Eve party. There are some things you just do not interfere with. Although I bet the alien probe is much less painful than some of those Welsh drinking games which involve sheep. Only female sheep, Graham. Nothing odd about the Welsh. (laughs) Removing that image from my head, I will continue. Also in protein are Charles Dale, recently seen in the excellent ITV series The Pembrokeshire Murders, Richard Milan, also in Canaries, Claire Gage, soon to be seen in another broadside production, In Absentia, and Richard Ellis. All are Welsh actors, so Jeff will be happy. Protein should open later this year. As we get more details, we'll let you know. Another horror film currently gearing up for filming in the UK, although not in Wales, is Tea with the Reaper. This has a rich vein of comedy mixed in with the horror. The plot concerns an amateur ghost hunter who has suffered a tragic loss. He opens a portal to the other side in an attempt to welcome his daughter back. The result is carnage as the dead wreak havoc on the living and the reaper comes calling. Filming takes place in Yorkshire from the end of the month. Watch out for this hugely inventive short in horror festivals near you. Hopefully later this year. Tea with the Reaper from Bright Night Films sounds like a winner to me. There you have it, a couple of low-budget British horrors which could make big names for their creators. I'm sure Jeff will be talking horror again in future movie news. Please let it be so. On the subject of Jeff speaking, prepare to be bored by his (laughs) recommendation of the month. You okay now, Neil? Yes, Reading all that horrors made you more stressed than Gary Glitter in a computer repair shop. No, you... However, Neil, I will follow your advice. And there's a first for everything. <laughs> and talk more horror in a minute. But first, let's talk music. My score recommendation of the month. Now, recently I've been catching up on some soundtracks from composers not that well known for their film work. One of these is Stuart Matthewman. He's best known for his work with Sade, but did you know he's also an extremely good film music composer? Stuart hasn't produced that much over the years, however, what he has done is of the highest quality. One of these I have recently enjoyed on repeat is the soundtrack to The Astronaut Farmer. It is from a quaint 2006 feature starring Billy Bob Thornton. Essentially, the film is about a man's dream to build and launch his own rocket into space. Hopefully that's given you an idea, Neil. It's about Hmm. dreamers, passion, and contains some exciting cues. Just listen to this extract. There is a feel of the Americana that infused the work of Elmer Bernstein throughout this score. Not bad for a native of Hull, that's Hull in the UK for our American listeners. It has a positive, inspiring sound that outlives the film it is attached to. Check out Stuart Matthewman's score for The Astronaut Farmer. You will not be disappointed. 
Now, I have no audiobook recommendation this month. Instead, I've got something a little different for you. And it goes back to talking horror, as you know, Neil's now obsessed with the subject. <laughs> British writer Sheila Hodgson took a fragment of a story, an idea basically, from famed ghostwriter M.R. James, and turned it into the scary radio play, The Backward Glance. The story concerns a young couple who are panicked by a frightening face at the window. It's probably you, Graham, looking for the Mel. <laughs> but when they go to investigate, all they can find is a very strange mask. A mask, it turns out, which has unique and terrifying powers. This is first aired by BBC Radio back in 1977 and can now be found on YouTube. This is a spooky little number, and it would make a great Christmas ghost story short film for TV. Are you listening, BBC? So check this out if you can find it. You won't be disappointed. And whilst it's never disappointing to cut Jeff off in mid-flow, it is time for us to go. Until the next time, we will play out with some more of the score to The Astronaut Farmer. See you next month for more movie news. Mm -hmm.